Hi everyone, this is Hillary. Hey Hillary, this is Jenny. Hey Jenny, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm a little snotty tonight, but hopefully it won't be too bad. That's okay. Yeah. We all have our ups and downs. Yep. I think I'll be okay, but... but yeah. So we have a very special episode tonight. So special. Yeah, it's on the movie From the Sky Down that came out in 2011. It's about the recording of... Octon Baby. Octon Baby, but from 2011, from like the Glastonbury Festival, kind of looking back. Right. So there's, you know, interviews with the band looking back. They go yeah. back to Hans's studios, Forsma's interviews, but then it gives a lot of the history of like leading up to... It does. It, it does. It's like the it's most a, brilliant documentary. It really is. It's directed by Davis Guggenheim, who also directed It Might Get Loud with mm. The Edge and Jack White. And, I didn't realize uh, that. Jimmy Page. Mm-hmm. Before we get too much further in, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Jameson right out of the bottle. <laughs> You know what? You got kicked that cold in the ass. Yeah, I do. I, I had am... a plan for a, a better drink, but I'm just drinking it out of the bottle. Uh, what are you drinking? My Jameson. I have my Jameson cold brew, which I had in a while, and I forgot the freezer, so it's got little ice chips in it. Oh, that's the it's quite lovely. Yeah. So it's nice and cold. It's like a whiskey slushy. Okay, so... I've seen this movie a few times, and it's just extremely entertaining. As I was watching it, though, I thought about if you're a non-U2 fan, it would not be even remotely interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know. I feel like there's some things where it's just like, just watch it. You might like it. But if you aren't already totally gaga over (laughs) U2... I don't think you'd like this movie. It's very cerebral. So it's funny that you said that about a non-YouTube fan because, and you're absolutely right, but I had this moment watching it where, I mean, it's just like, I can't turn away. It's like, oh my God, what's next? You like right. feel it in your chest, right? And I'm like, oh, could this could convert anyone? But they wouldn't fucking care. No, I think you have to be at a certain point. I get that from watching, like, I don't know, Rattle and Hum or, or Red Rocks or something like that. Like, right. that's just concert. If you like music, you'll like that. This just gets a little more deep into the construction of records, recording, and the evolution of a band. It got some really cool graphics in it. Really cool. It's like, it's almost like it's halfway like anime, but not really. Yeah, and it's not in a lot of the movie. No. But it's enough to really drive the point home. Like, there's this one moment where Bono is talking about his earliest memory, and it's at his grandma's, and he's saying that he's not tall enough to see the keys on the piano, but he can play them. And he remembers hitting one note and then finding a note that would come after it. And it's just, this is really, it's like pencil drawings. Like it, it is. But you're right, they're like animated. But it's yeah. not cartoon. Like it's, no. I don't know. It's so cool. It's interesting. It's really cool. In that part, 
with the piano, I thought it was really cool because that's just one of those things where if you weren't born with music in you, you can't do that. Like right. when I was a kid, I never could have reached up and played, you know, to figure out what the next note was. Right. He said that's when he discovered reverb as well, which is obviously a big, big, big part of U2's music. But I thought that was really cool that it is so ingrained in him. It's not entirely learned, you know? And I feel like a lot of people have to learn that stuff. And his music is more... It just comes to him naturally. It's just in his DNA. He says it. He doesn't say this... In the movie, but he thinks it's ridiculous that people become famous and rich for something that they were born with. Right. It's like models becoming, he's like, you know, they become rich and famous because they were born beautiful and people want to look at them. And musicians are, for the most part, natural talent. You know, there are those lots of musicians that went to art school, like John Lennon, but he (laughs) did well at art school because... Right. He was born with it. He was naturally talented. And in that same vein, Bono said he mentioned people that went to art school. David Bowie, I believe, was one. Jimmy Page. Yeah. He said that their art school was Brian Eno. Yeah. And they are a good band despite that. (laughs) Ain't that the truth? (laughs) It turns out he really brings out a good part of them. It's so cool to see in this movie. Most of the time. It's so cool to see in the movie how the band works on something, and then Eno and Lanwa or Flood or some combination of them will kind of work it into something to kind of give the band enough direction. It's really neat in the movie to see. It's not a huge part of the movie, but to see how these other players, it's like they can kind of tell where the band's going, but they need to like give them a little lift. Right, right. It's really, really cool to see how those partnerships work. Yeah. Because as brilliant as the band is, they wouldn't have these records without their producers. Right. And I mean, I think that's what, you know, from documentaries and stuff that I've seen, especially about U2, but that's what their producers bring to them. It's like how to harness their own music, which I get that. Um, A lot of what was in the movie, we've already talked about in uh, Achtung Baby, just about Hansa Studio and about the wall coming down, and Bono talked about this hotel they were staying in that was just brown, 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 brown. 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 So you said something in one of our Achtung Baby episodes that Eno said, and I've heard this quote, that domesticity is the enemy of rock and roll. And he says specifically in this movie that interior decorators are the death right. of recording. Right, right. Well, you <laughs> so have like, to we think gotta get about out of your Dublin. plumber. Because, yeah, they're on the phone with plumbers. Right. <laughs> like, I can't think about my plumber and driving carpool and ordering pizza when I'm recording a record that's from their end. One of the things, and I believe it, it it's Brian Eno at the beginning, he says that a band is like a clan. It's like, yes. like a pack. And it really, that just kind of resonated with me. It's like an instinct or something that I feel like in history, men have that more than women tend to have that. And he mentions that in the movie too, that it, right. men are more drawn to that, yeah. Well, Bono said that at one point he said that when they went on stage with Sting for Conspiracy of Hope, he said that it was 
kind of a bittersweet thing because here they are, this band that's closer than ever. And he's, you know, embarking on his own solo career without his band. Right. And Bonham said that was kind of just, I don't know, hard because I guess hard for Bono to understand that. And there's a good reason why none of them have ever gone solo because they have to have that pack. Right, right. They were raised by wolves or something. <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get to that later. Where'd you get that from? So something we learn in this movie, well, maybe it's confirmed. Larry calls Bono one big idea. He says, with a guy like that, anything is possible. I call him a bossy boiler. <laughs> bossy what? A bossy boiler, which is a term from Thomas the Train. Oh. <laughs> but it's a bossy little front man. But also, he, he just, I, he hears some. you can tell he hears something in his head. And he's got to see it through. Yeah. And he knows how to pick out, I mean, I think, obviously, they all do. But he, they know how to pick out what's good and what's, yeah. you know, shit. But it's really interesting. Bono is a bully, but... He's the one that's out there. He's the one that, I think he said, it was a quote from something. He said, stop the crap and sh- already and show us your willy or something. Oh, stop yeah. Stop the crap and show us your willy. And I think that's what he does. Right. Like, no one else is going out there exposed like he is. So I think he does have a little bit more right than anyone else does. There's another point in there where he says, because they're talking about the Joshua Tree tour and how utterly miserable it was. I mean, miserable. And he says that he doesn't know how they survived the 80s with all of his screaming. He says, but I wouldn't have been screaming if they wouldn't have been playing such crap or something right. like that. Right. I mean, and I'm th- paraphrasing his words, but he still those, puts the blame on everyone else. Right. The little clips that they show, outtakes from Ronald and Hum, he's got a temper that you don't see that often in the movie to see that it's kind of jarring. So with the Joshua tree being just that frustrating, they end, as we've mentioned before, but they end extension of the Joshua tree tour love town. Uh, And Bono says it's time that they dream it all up again. Then they go to, to Berlin to record and things went very poorly when they got there. And I imagine that had to feel like the end of the world. Yeah. From another song. Adam said that getting to Berlin, he called it a baptism of fire. We're expecting to walk in that room and the magic to happen. And they realized there was no magic. They had to actually work at it. Going back to a thing from Joshua Tree that Anton Corbin had some stuff to say for the film and he said when you look at the cover of the Shasha tree it looks like they're made out of stone they're so just like serious and so in the moment and so I started thinking well I wonder if there's some mountain in Ireland (laughs) that they could make like Mount Rushmore (laughs) maybe we should start a GoFundMe or something I mean Trump wants on Mount Rushmore here, <laughs> why don't they just build a? Could you Irish imagine one? there would be a revolt? <laughs> be a revolt. revolt. I, and honestly, I don't want to see that either. No. When he said that, if you look at that, it does look like they're yeah, in stone. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that before. Yeah, I'm just so. joking about the Mount Rushmore thing. 
thought that was funny because it looks like that. He's right. So we had, when we were talking about Oxen Baby, and I guess maybe in the first in the side A app, we were wondering, like, because you had recently watched From the Sky Down, but I hadn't. And I was like, is that where the lyrics come from? Because they say that the song, like, one just arrived. And I was like, is it From the Sky Down? But then I got the quote from Bono in the movie. He was saying how they work backwards, like they've, they find the music and then the melody and then they try he try and finds the words that express the feeling that is the song and the quote is it's an odd way to live as a composer building your house from the sky down well that that's heavy which i think is pretty cool yeah we also talked about in that episode and i know i've seen this movie but this felt like a revelation to me in the moment of recording that episode (laughs) i know i soak everything in but i don't remember hearing them say this this was one of those drawn pieces in the movie how i didn't write down who said this but i assume it's bono said that they spent the 80s throwing stones at people now we started throwing stones at ourselves and we talked about how boy through joshua tree was all external and how octum baby just became so internal so yeah. visceral it's crazy but i was like oh that feels really affirming <laughs> yeah so they talk about i mean i've read about it before but this is the only example that i've i thought that i'd actually heard of the Bengalese language where it's bono finds a tune and he doesn't have words so he just sings about what's around like chocolate mousse chocolate mousse and etc it's in the i think we talked about it it's in the unforgettable fire documentary it is so that's the other thing because i remember i watched that i haven't watched it in forever because i it's not on i don't believe it's on dvd at all i think it's I, only on VHS. vhs so that tells you how long it's been since i've seen it but i know there's a part where bono sings and it's like i've always like sat there like what is he singing what is he singing? And then, like, today, watching it, because I only watched it today, I was like, oh my god, that's what this is. <laughs> like, all these years, I've been like, I don't understand the lyrics. Just didn't make the connection. There aren't, it's not lyrics, it's just placeholders. But it's um, really cool. Which is just absolutely fascinating to watch. I would love to know if anyone else in the world writes songs like that. Because I don't know, I mean, I don't, this yeah, I don't, I don't pay I, attention to anyone else's no, songwriting. This is just, that's absolutely fascinating to me. How is it one? I mean, they, they go through the writing of one a lot, but there's some song that the music is pretty complete to what we know it now. And he's singing the melody as we know it, but he's doing this Bangalese and like singing the chords. Like go to, it's one. it's one or not, but it's so cool to hear. Yeah. Like he knows where to go next. Right. has the range and everything. It's just not... The words aren't there. And that's just mind-blowing to me. I don't know. I just feel like this documentary explains so much of stuff that I didn't understand before I saw the documentary. Right. And of all of the stories and interpretations of the song One that exist out there, watching the movie and then hearing them play that song... It's like, a, it's only about one thing. Right. It's this process. It, amazing. We also talk about this with the October ep, and Bono talks about it. But when they got to one, Bono said that the way through writer's block is to be truthful. So 
you write a song about division because the band was divided. And it was just like with October. If you have writer's block, you write about having writer's block. Great. It worked out better this time. Yes, definitely. A lot better this time. There's a part where Edge talks about finding a part of a song in another song, which was Mysterious Ways. And Bono's listening and like looking at papers. I think we mentioned this in Octane Baby 2, but it's worth mentioning again. And his head like spins around. He hears a part of a song and he was like, that's interesting. You know, that's, that's yeah. very interesting. Like I, I felt like he didn't remember the evolution. I've also, again, watched this movie several times and as recently as a month ago or so, I watched it and I have listened and listened to that part so many times. And until today, I didn't hear one in it but today. Today I heard it. Yeah. I heard like, it. I didn't hear um, I watched one it coming out over the weekend and I heard it. It's the chord progression, and it was yeah. like a second bridge that went into this song, Sick Puppy, that became Mysterious Ways, and they pulled that second bridge out. Yeah. And what's cool is Edge has that moment, too. He was yeah. just like, oh. Yeah, he like smiles like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a happy moment. But I, for some reason, just, maybe I didn't pay enough attention, but I didn't hear it until... Yeah. But it's definitely under layers, so it's crazy it's how... it's there, and if you're listening for it, I can tell you, y'all, if you want to watch it, it's at almost the 22-minute mark. It's like, 21.50. It's, really, it's really cool. It's fascinating to me to see both of their reactions to that. The other super cute moment is at the beginning where they're doing rehearsals for Glastonbury. And just FYI, I went to the show that was before then and the show that was after then. So oh, like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I went, which, I went to a show in... FedEx and Landover and then was Glastonbury and then when they came back I was in Michigan with Garden Tart Amanda so I got those shows that's cool yeah so anyway they're playing back the fly and Bono asked the question but he says was this actually (laughs) he says was this actually played for human beings who have gathered together for the purpose of music (laughs) And Edge said, oh, it's a special mix. And Bono says, it's certainly very special. And then they said, like, oh, it was Dallas. And Dallas was right there. He's like, it's just me. It's like, poor Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that's just such a great moment. But also to see, you know, and Bono playing guitar, I missed that so much. But generally, it always seemed like he just wasn't doing anything. Oh my I mean, he was playing, but you so very rarely heard him. But in this movie, it's so much about him playing guitar. He does the fly just by himself on the guitar in a big room. So cool. Edge does love his Edge blind. does just sitting on a stage in like an empty theater. And this is actually really cool because they were just talking about how he and his wife were breaking up. And there's a very Bono-esque quote. He says, I tried to write it down really quick, so maybe it's not 100% verbatim but he said it was the first crack in the perfect porcelain vase holding the flowers that is their music and community and how that just like i mean at this point they had all been a family for 15 years yeah this bonded community going through this insane rock and roll roller coaster road yeah we'll post links too or maybe we'll make a playlist on our youtube channel of those live 
acoustic versions. Oh, so to hear to hear them talk about Edge and his wife breaking up, and then to hear Edge sing "Love Is Blindness," it's a pretty magical moment. So there's also, which I kind of thought was a little funny, when he's playing that, they do a close-up of his left hand with his wedding ring on it. Yeah. I'm like, not that marriage. (laughs) I noticed the exact same thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's not the one that he's talking about. Nope. Hey there, listeners. If you're a U2 fan, you are more than likely aware of the work that Bono has done and continues to do in Africa. It's amazing work, and the exciting thing is you can get involved too. There are two simple ways. One, go to one.org and sign up to fight against extreme poverty. Two, visit red.org to shop. What? Shopping helps? It sure does. By purchasing red branded products, you are contributing to the Global Fund, which supports HIV AIDS grants in many African countries. As your man says, where you live should not decide whether you live or whether you die. So head on over to one.org and red.org to join the garden tarts in doing our part to end AIDS. Oh my gosh, speaking of close-ups, there's this point that so they go and they really go into the fly and the character of the fly and how it evolved. And they're showing clips of the music video and the music's really loud. And then they show the band, late 80s, dancing on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> they are so, they look so stupid. <laughs> yeah, and, and the juxtaposition like- is amazing. Bono does this ballet twirl. Yeah, right? Does he have his cowboy hat on? It's like... So friggin' funny. Oh, speaking of the fly, which took me to Zoo Station, there's a point where we hear Larry figuring out the drums for Zoo Station. Oh my god, it's so cool! This whole movie is just... So cool. So cool. And I also, after we did... Like, I have some need to watch it again. Even though I, I've watched it, you know, twice recently, but I feel like after I, we'd finished this, I kind of want to watch it again. Just like want, to hear back. And like without taking notes or. No, but paying just that like. kind of attention, just soak it in. Right. Like t- from what you're saying, like some of that stuff I didn't think about. And so I kind of want to watch it again with our yeah. mutual takes on it. It's so good. It's so good. If y'all don't have it, oh my god. And I think it's available in many formats. Like, it's yeah. not just American. I think it's available in Europe. And it used to be available digitally here in the U.S. And it's not anymore, it seems. But maybe it is elsewhere. Yeah, I got it from... It's on my iTunes. But, yeah, when you couldn't get it. So I guess they don't have it anymore. I know. Well, it's on... I found it on YouTube. It has subtitles in a different language. But it's still in English. So I just watched it that way. I have it on DVD, but... I watched it while I was getting my car fixed. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's an interesting thing, though, because I watched an episode of The Great British Baking Show earlier, and when I watch that, I feel like I need the captions on. Like, yeah. I'm pretty fluent in a British accent, but when it comes to 
cooking terms and stuff, sometimes I need a little backup for that. Like, I'm not yeah, exactly sure whether it's a different term than what we use. Right. So I had the captions on, and then when I went to watch From the Sky Down, the captions were still on. <laughs> and I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Whoever did the captions has no clue whose voice sounds like what. <laughs> because it's like, it says Adam, and then it's Bono talking. And it's like Adam, and then it's Larry talking. Right. I'm not sure that at any point they said it was Adam when Adam was talking. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, yeah, but it was really interesting. Oh, this is the other thing. So <laughs> when Bono does his Bengalese language, he's got much more of an Irish accent than he actually sings with. Oh, really? I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to listen for it's that. It's like, wow, that's really, that's really Irish. Like, he doesn't usually sing like that, but... yeah. Oh my gosh, there's this one point we were talking about Bono being a bossy boiler. There's this one great part. I think it's towards the beginning, and they're doing Who's Gonna Ride Your Wild Horses? And Bono's trying to get Edge to do something, and he wants it to be something atmospheric, and Edge just says, that's very hard to do. Yeah. (laughs) And then he does it. He does do it. (laughs) So I thought that, and I mean, I might be wrong but I thought that they recorded some of this. Well, they did, for sure, recorded some of this at Hansa. So I think that they were all at Hansa at one point, documentary. The thing is, is that they're, like, is trying to tell Edge, he says, you know, make it a dynamic sound or whatever. And I'm thinking, haven't you guys written this song already? <laughs> like, and then how cool would that be if, if they redid yeah. the entire like, keep the lyrics, but change the music up. There is at one point, I think they must have been with Flood, and it was during this, quote, like, the present day of the movie, and they played something, and it sounded amazing. And the guy in the booth, who I think was Flood, was like, is this what it was like? Because it felt magical. And Edge was like, yeah, but we have songs now. Yes. Or, like, I, or but we didn't have any songs then, or something like that. Yeah, right. It's a lot easier now. Yeah, I just, I thought, like, Bono's directions and stuff, I kept thinking, I'm pretty sure this song's already been written. <laughs> Very heard it. So why don't, don't you just play it that way? But they don't know how to play their shit. Right. And especially that stuff is so, there's so many layers to that song, or to yeah. those songs. I mean, and who's going to ride your on horses? Yeah. I don't think they figured out how to play that till recently. Well. No. In the in what the part, the part that you're talking about, Bono tells Edge ba- basically what to do, and then he says do the dynamic part, and then what Edge does is he stops playing, which is what Bono told him to do, and it's right. like that to me was really interesting because it's like you get so much from music that's also not there. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. so much part of their songwriting is there's nothing there. And right. It's really, it's really interesting. But also just how it most of the time looks so effortless for Edge. And clearly it's not. No. Yeah, nothing, nothing about this is effortless. Like, thank God they love each other. Yeah. And it's cool to hear Lanois and Eno them talk about the band's relationship and about how it may not actually be a democracy, <laughs> right. but they'll never leave anyone behind in how, well, if you're not happy, what 
do we need to do to make you happy? Like not, we're going to continue in this direction and you're going to follow us or not. It's how can we bring you into the circle so that you are part of this experience? Which I guess that's the clan. I don't love that word. I mean, I get the origin. It's clan, but I think it's more of a pack. Yeah. Like a pack of wolves. It's clan with a C. It is clan with a C. I still like pack better but no to me the pack thing it's i just feel like that's just such an animal instinct thing yeah to have a pack and so that's how i see it more and then you don't do it because it's easy it's like it's necessary bono says this at the beginning and towards the end he says you have to reject an expression of the band to get to the next and in between you have nothing and that's like basically between Joshua Tree Ronald Hum and that void before Octa Baby. I was like, what a terrifying place to be. Again, it's the end of the world. The end of the world. <laughs> yep. To me, that's what that sounds like. Feel like. Like I mean to also I think Bono said that after they finished that Love Town show, they didn't even see each other again. I think, and Larry I, talked about it too. I think like a year or no, they didn't see each other again. Maybe to like Hansa. Yeah, I think it was Hansa. I mean, just, obviously Bono and Edge do, but I also think they have a different relationship, probably. Yeah. Just because of their families and kids' ages and everything. Right. And yeah, they own a house together, together with friends right. and stuff. But clearly, Bono and Edge had been working together because they brought all this music, all these ideas. Right. To Hansa. And it was all this, um, like, European beat music. And at some point, Larry mentions in the movie that they were going in this direction and they never explained why. So Larry's right. like, I don't know what you want from me because you're not telling me what your inspiration is. What is inspiring this? What is the goal? And I'm like, oh, my God. The communication just broke down. Right. Oh, my God. I'm so glad they worked it out. So glad. Jesus. And they worked it out well. I mean, when they say and we say that our band would not exist without Oxen Baby, it's the absolute truth. Total truth. That was it. It was all or nothing. Without that record, they were not going to stay together. Mm-mm. Without one, they weren't going to stay together. Right. That song is, it is magic. It's everything. And they do this cool thing in the movie where, and it's towards the end where they're playing it together, but they show them like individually in the room. Yes. So it's like they're kind of solo, but not, it's just so beautiful. It's so, so beautifully done. And then, oh my gosh, when we hang up here, I'm going to have to go watch Bono's versions of The Fly and So Cruel because those are my favorite things in the world. Absolutely. I really do miss him playing guitar or holding a guitar even. I miss it for him. It adds a lot of coolness layers. <laughs> Not that he needs that many more, but any layer of coolness you can get. Yeah. And so that just adds a little bit of coolness. Like, I don't want to see him smoking cigarettes either, but that mm. does add some sort of element of... factor there. Oh, there is a part where the band, they just show the end of it, where they are playing So Cruel together in that room. But it's just the end, and it's like a harsh kind of rock and roll version i would love to hear that whole thing and uh, obviously that, it turn I, into anything that sounded really that's what made me think they need to re-record the album is that yeah. exact part that you're talking about it's just like the very 
like that you're so cruel the very very end of the song but it is like oh i want to hear the rest of that yeah god it's just such a great watch and then they really get into the the movie is very heavy but they get into the absurdity of zoo tv and stuff and you can just tell how much fun they were having with it it's just so great and yeah. said Zoo TV is a reward for all those years of restraint. Right. Well, Bonnie says that about their place in France. For all yeah. these years of living with crappy weather in <laughs> Ireland, they deserve Ireland. a holiday house. Sure. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I mean, so watching Bono work with Willie when they're, like, designing the stage and stuff, that yeah. was also, like, watching... A kid at Christmas or something. Yeah. Like, he was so... You could just see his mind just kind of jumping around, like, so excited about what was going on. And I imagine most tours are like that. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. Imagine, like, the day that, like, Willie Williams shows up with little tour mock-ups. Like, what's it gonna be? Right. And it's always insane. And also, I mean, and I don't know this for sure, but I can't see anyone else taking the interest in that that Bono has. No, and like the visuals and the functionality of it. And I mean, for all we know, Larry spends most of his time doing that. I doubt it, but we don't know this for sure. But I just don't see anyone being as involved. Whatever that stage is, he has to become it, right? He has to fit in it. So if it's absurd, he has to be absurd. Absolutely. He says that, I think it's one of the, it was on MTV, the outside broadcast or something from Zoo TV. Bono said that the stage is but a platform shoe. And when you think about that, it gives you that boost. And it is. He has to have that platform, whether he's... I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Any way around it. We love you, Bono. Love you, buddy. Yeah, so also I wanted to get this in. When you watch this, it is interesting that, you know, the saying, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Clearly, the egg comes first with you, too. Yes. Bono, if you're listening, be sure to say chicken. Chicken. (laughs) Somewhere, make it happen. And we'll know that you're listening. We will take a chicken from anyone. Any of the U2s. Barack Obama. Adam Scott. Dave Fanning. We'll know you're listening. You'll get a 20% off code for our merch. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Let's just say it. Just one word. And we'll give you 20% off our merchandise. (laughs) We'll give everyone 20% off our merchandise. If they reply, chicken. If we get a famous chicken. Okay. <laughs> if we get a Bono chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take any famous chicken. If you think you're that famous. That all our listeners deserve a discount. Yeah. Famous. And you're listening to this. Please respond with the word chicken. And you can use it in a sentence. However you want. You could draw a chicken. You could imitate draw a chicken. chicken. You can direct message us, too. Yep. So And we get veto power if we think you're famous enough. Right. <laughs> you need more than a paragraph on Wikipedia. And, <laughs> yeah. and that doesn't mean that after you hear this, you can add 
<laughs> to your own Wikipedia article. We don't have one. Ooh, we should have a Wikipedia. We need a Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> have we gone this long without having on Wikipedia. No, Where? I mean, most people are. I think my dad has one. I think he does. He told me that. <laughs> we should have one of those. Well, we will by the end of the week. <laughs> we forgot about that. Like, all this time we've been doing this. <laughs> you accuse someone else of not having a robust enough wikipedia page right so we're gonna have a timeline and it's gonna be started podcast got wikipedia page hey my <laughs> facebook memory said that we started our instagram account two years ago oh really yeah. two years ago hold on hold on a minute i have to find something okay listen to this what two years ago today we were 33 days away I'm going to Ireland. Oh, here was my. It's the fly. It's the 33. 33. Oh, we want our money back. No, we don't. That was a very exciting time. We went to Ireland November of 2018, and Hillary made a countdown. Was it a hundred day countdown? Hundred days. And every day she sent me a new graphic: Dublin, Ireland, or U2 related. With they did not repeat. Mm-hmm. That was really hard. It took me forever. Probably you really did it. Me, it was, but it was it fun. Like, I looked so forward exciting. to it every day. It was my... And it just kind of felt like those were going to go on forever. And then when they got lower and low, it was really weird. Was I was like, really oh my God, no weird. way it's actually going to happen. <laughs> and I wish we could have another countdown. We will. I was looking through my memories and... In 2016, 2017, 2018, the amount of concerts I went to that were YouTube, but also not YouTube, yeah, were so crazy. And the trips I took, and I'm just like, I can't even, I don't know that I could live that life right now. Like, right. if everything just was fine and open tomorrow, it would take me a good while to adjust to that, I think. It's amazing how busy we used to be. It's crazy. So busy and so much fun. But there's still fun to be had. Earlier, you were talking about Bono and his idea of democracy. Speaking of that, check out our Vote Baby stuff. Oh, yeah. Please make sure you've registered to vote and make sure you get other people registered and make sure other people vote. My vote is ready to be dropped off tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You got your ballot already. Ours start mailing on the 6th. So I know that they have my application, so I should have it soon and I will drop it off. So yes, if you are an American citizen, near or far, now, oh my gosh, if you are not living in the county where you are registered to vote, you better be getting your absentee ballot, your vote by mail ballot application in the mail so that you can vote. If you go to thegardenhearts.com, we have a voter's guide with dates on your cutoffs yes. and all the information you might need. Just go to the Vote Baby page. It's right right there. You'll see it. And if you have questions, let us know because we'll find out answers for you. And share it, please. Share it with sure. your friends and family and anyone. And yeah. little things like if you go to the grocery store or something, firstly wear a mask. Yes. 
And secondly, ask your cashier if they're registered to vote and if you can help with that. Exactly. This is the most important election of our lifetime so far. Don't let us down, y'all. No, please, just vote. Wear your mask and vote. And we were before we were preaching to vote by mail so you stay safe, but God, do anything to vote. Whatever you need to do. Just please wear vote. your mask so you're safe. Also, if you are voting in person, be sure you vote in the morning because there's so many things that can get in your way during the day to make you run late. But if right. you start your morning off with voting, then you know, you've already you already have that time built in and you're not going to get stuck in traffic or your kid could get sick or before you your day a, begins your car could break down right. or your meeting could run late at work. Or, I mean, think of the millions of possibilities. To just start the day off with that plan. There's an old, I think it's a southern saying, vote early and vote often. Yeah, we say it here in Ohio too. Don't vote often. Except vote every time you're able to vote. Yeah, I think it has some origin in the South. But don't vote often. I mean, don't vote once on election day, even though you might be able to figure out how to do that. Don't do it. We do not. No. We don't need that. We don't need that. Well, if you have not yeah. seen From the Sky Down, you need to put it on your bucket list ASAP. Let us know if you've seen it. Let us know your favorite parts. Let us know if you haven't seen it and now you've just watched it. And tell us how you just melted into a puddle of emotions <laughs> as you watched it. <laughs> yeah. Famous the, people definitely send us messages. Famous people send us messages. <laughs> It can be a singer, drummer, an actor, an activist, politician, juggler, bass player. As long as we know, as long as we know your name. As long as you have more than one paragraph, and you better have a verified check mark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We can't even get one of those. (laughs) We also accept things via FedEx. Chicken via FedEx. Except the chicken via FedEx. Not a real chicken, please. No, not, I don't eat chicken, so please respect my... <laughs> People have been known to use FedEx for delivery purposes. But we accept FedEx, UPS, USPS, DHL, whatever. But get some tracking deliver. on that crap and let us know the tracking. Yeah, you can hand deliver it. DM us, we'll give you our address. Maybe. If you're famous. If you're famous. And if you're one of four people, specifically one person. I don't know that I want to give everybody my address. No, and I don't want that one person traveling to here. No, no, definitely not. No, strike that. Don't come here. I'm not, you have my address. If yes. you just look in my file. Look in the files. Our friend Mart just listened to our last episode yesterday I think and he tweeted at us he just said there are so many files <laughs> yeah, you've got a, you've got I think a he's big file. a lot of files <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah Probably. so when we say a file we don't necessarily mean that's a positive thing <laughs> no <laughs> it's not it's like oh they did something they shouldn't have done so we're going to put that in your put file. This on their permanent record. Yeah. And it's like legitimately, in my brain, file <laughs> cabinets with manila envelopes. I mean, vanilla right. folders 
They have not gone digital. No. <laughs> they can't just, like, pull that shit up on Google Drive. No. Search Jenny. Oh. <laughs> I'd Let's like to Hillary. check out that file. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to check out that file, please. Can you FedEx it to me? We're not kidding about that either. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna, I think we've made that point pretty clear. Yeah. But also, we definitely encourage Bono, if you're listening, reach out. If you know him, if you know Bono, tell him we say hey and yeah, reach out. He could, you know, send communication through someone else. Totally. We've, you know who. <laughs> we should probably people. end this part. I don't know if we're sounding <laughs> desperate or ridiculous or <laughs> just insane. You can also contact some politicians, Bono, and they might be able to reach us too. Yeah. Some senators. I know some uh, these Congress people. Yeah. They know they can reach us too. Sure they I know that my two senators are your friends. I have pictures with them and with you and with you with them. <laughs> Okay, kids. I think that's time for us to sign off. (laughs) We've gotten to that point where... Look, this is my analogy to this. When you're queuing or waiting for a band, after your, like, sixth or seventh hour sitting on the sidewalk, you literally start to get delirious. Yes. And I feel like maybe we've gotten to that point tonight. (laughs) I think it's been a pretty long Monday. Yeah, God, it's been the longest Monday. I keep forgetting it's Monday, too. Today was uh, the Jewish holiday of Yom Kippur, and I am sick, and I fasted all day, which maybe wasn't the best thing to do. But I did get a lot of clarity, and I mean, not like nasal clarity. (laughs) No, I don't have that. But I got some, you know, emotional, mental clarity that I think was long overdue. Oh, that's Um, good. So it was a good day. I mean, considering that I was in my pajamas all day watching synagogue on YouTube. <laughs> Get the job done. That's never happened before. Welcome to 2020. But it was a exhausting day and a good, good day. But for some reason, I kept thinking that it wasn't Monday because I didn't go to work today. I don't know what I thought today was, but not Monday. Okay. Well, should we let these good people go? Should. Okay, friends. We'll check. Go to our website. Sign up for our newsletter. Vote, baby. Vote, baby. And until next time, may your music be loud and your whiskey be strong. Peace. So anticlimactic. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get great tone in my voice. Do you want to redo that? I don't like this. Just how it is. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Good night, everyone. Good night.